Welcome to the Good, the Bad Podcast. It's a safe place where we talk about all things good and bad. Welcome to episode five. Today we're going to talk about relationships. Um, listener's discretion is advised. For sure. Um, do you want to do your three might. things? Yes. Okay. So something I've been liking recently is a ghost energy drink. It has five calories, only one carb, and zero sugar. So if you're counting your macros, um, it's a good drink for like a pre-workout or if you just need some caffeine throughout the day. And those are the ones with the good flavors, yeah? Yeah, they. I have blue raspberry and tropical mango so far. I like both. The blue raspberry, it has like, it's like a sour version too. So I really like it. It sounds good. But um, the second thing I like is, hmm. <laughs> oh, I recently got a new sun stick sunscreen stick nice it's called abib oh the brown one yeah uh, and like um i haven't used it but i used it on my arm just to test it out and like i like the consistency i like that it's clear and doesn't leave a white cast That's and i nice. think it'll be good for like reapplication throughout the day because recently i've been slacking on my sunscreen game so <laughs> i want to implement it more even throughout the day because I don't go outside that often, but when I do, it's usually like I'm out a lot in the sun. So, yeah, very nice. And the last thing would probably be my backpack for school. It's from Lululemon. I think it's like my only Lululemon product, <laughs> but um, I like all the compartments it has is just for me it works out like the most conveniently like I can place everything I need in one spot it has good enough pockets just yeah I just like it's it. hella cute too I love the gray color it looks like it's simple I don't know I just yeah. like it <laughs> what about you okay First thing, you know, SZA, she dropped her new song recently, Shirt. Yeah. Uh, We've been waiting for that one. So I've been listening to that song on, like, repeat. Like, every time I shower, I'm like, (laughs) like, you know. Oh, yeah. Wash my hair, listen to it. So I've been really loving that song. The second thing, God, this is so hard to do every time. I'm always like, hmm. Uh, I've been loving DoorDash recently. <laughs> I'm not going to lie because I've been sick this past week. We love flu season. And basically, I just do contactless delivery of like if I'm like, I don't know, I want a chicken noodle soup or something <laughs> or like, you know, just some soup or whatever, because we didn't really have like we went grocery shopping and then I got sick. And so the groceries we had, I was just not in the mood for it. Like, I'm like, eh, I'll pass on that. I just want some soup, you know, like comfort food. Yeah. So, yeah, DoorDash. Man, <laughs> I'm struggling. I mean, there's a lot of things that I like or just like, what else is in for me? I mean... Honestly, I love me some NyQuil <laughs> whenever I'm sick because, oh, man, it was rough. And I honestly feel like the liquid version is better than the pill version. I think I completely agree because right? it's something about that minty minty feeling going down your throat. It's just like very <laughs> soothing. It is. It and tastes like, disgusting. yeah. But I like the mint. Is that weird? <laughs> not weird. Well, it's not even a, like a mint. It's like some type of. Like a fruity mint. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But whenever I'm sick, though. it makes me just go to bed and feel better the next day. I feel a lot better now. 
just a little congestion. But I mean, for this week, that's kind of been what I've been loving (laughs) because I've really just been in bed and watching shows. Okay, so regarding relationships, we're going to talk about three things that affect relationships. One is growing up, changing. Two, nurture, how you were raised. And three, personal values. So for the first section... Growing up, people change, obviously. And I'll give some examples, or one particular example. Um, High school is usually the most vulnerable state in a young adult's life where they're trying to figure out their high school life. Most high schoolers don't know any other life besides high school. They haven't ventured outside of high school, except maybe dipping into college life. Because kids in high school are so vulnerable, they try to fill in their gaps in life with friendships. And you have probably heard many times that you'll outgrow your high school friends when developing your new life outside of high school. This is very true, but not always the case. For sure. I think like kind of going back to what you said, like most high schoolers don't know any other life because literally... I feel like in high, in school, just growing up, it was literally wake up, go to school, extracurricular activities, homework, go to bed. And then on the weekends, oh, yeah, you have some fun stuff. But it's just like we struggle to find our identity kind of just like in our lives during that time because school is our only thing that we can really make our identity, you know. So yeah. I would say like we learn from our parents just kind of what that concept of like relationships are because they're our prime example and like kind of what the concept of love is. So we see it portrayed like in the media and everything, but that's a lot different. So I would say um, in high school, we kind of form this opinion on everything and like how we develop is so like, you know, high school is so crucial for that because like I like we said, like, that's literally all we knew. Like we didn't know anything different. And now that's not the case for everybody, but that's the case for most of us. I feel like. Yeah. Me and Mikhaila are, Mikhaila are a short <laughs> example. Um, Cause we were just freshly out of high school. So we're not really reliable. Regarding <laughs> yeah. like our um, long quote unquote long lasting friendship but um, for the meantime it still exists and I think it's healthy yeah no I definitely agree I I'm so happy that we maintain a friendship after school even if we're like across the United States still because it's nice to have like a friend that you grew up with who knows like the bad and the good moments I feel like but Things change and fluctuate so much. Like everybody goes different paths, different routes. People go to college, people go to work, people take a gap year. There's so many different options for people. So it's just like, we all go different routes. So it's hard to maintain those friendships, but you know, thanks to the internet, luckily we're able to do this podcast or things, you know, we're able to text every day or talk about whatever. And I love it so much. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So when you graduate high school, you're beginning your new life. You're in the process of process of self-discovery in its healthiest form. And oh, that's yeah. why you're lonesome. Along the way, you get closer to understanding who you are as a person. And you begin to connect yourself to the world with people who align best with your personality, your values, religion, likes and dislikes, careers, neighbors, and more. I mean, yeah, to kind of go off of that, it really can be like lonesome, but it's important to like, you know, you should have a good foundation of people you see, hang out with, trust, talk to, but it's like finding new things about yourself with just yourself is such like an amazing thing. (laughs) I don't know. I don't really know how to word that, but it's just like, you know, it can be lonesome, but you have to find peace in being alone. And, you know, you have to find comfort in being alone and figuring out these things for yourself because at the end of the day, you got you, you know, you don't, 
Exactly. You don't want to rely on everybody else to take care of you. You know, you want to be the highest form of yourself. So you got to take care of yourself. Yeah. It's just when you're alone and you don't have anybody with you telling you what you need to like, what you don't need to like, who you need to be influenced by, you just need yourself to be able to grow and understand who you are. For you don't sure. need other people telling you who you are, if that makes sense. So with this being said, relationships can be the, like the game tag. You either play forever and never get tapped out or you let yourself go and discover who you are by leaving high school behind. Dude, I like that analogy a lot. Thanks. I came up with <laughs> it. Oh, it's spot on. <laughs> um, just going off of that, you can grow with these people. Like you don't have to necessarily outgrow them, but sometimes you do like, one example, I had this best friend that I grew up with. Like, I think there's a photo of us when we were babies. And like, I moved when I was like 12. And I thought like, oh, best friends forever. Like, we were so close. But now, you know, what's crazy is we literally live in the same state now. Like, she goes to college where I go, even though it's not where we grew up. And like, I, I mean, that's hours away still. I'm just not friends with her. It's just, we just grow into different people. I'm definitely not the same person I was when I'm 12. And I'm so thankful for that because whew, I was a, I was weird <laughs> back then. But it's just um, interesting because in friendships, relationships with your partner and whatever, um, I did read this quote and I'll say it. it says, to love someone long-term is to attend a thousand funerals of the people they used to be. I love that quote so much because it's so true. Like, I don't, I'm not saying I change my identity all the time, but I have been, who I was last year is completely different. Who I was last month is completely different. I'm constantly just growing myself or maybe I'm working on myself. There's something I need to work on. So it's just like, I think that when you're in a friendship, you deal with different people, even though it's the same person, you know what I'm saying? Like we just change so much. So it's fun to grow and adapt to each other, you know? Yeah. And going off of that, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be like your high school friends, but if you believe like your older friends are friends for life, that's okay. But give yourself some time to figure out who you are. You might be surprised by yourself by rediscovering the real and the new you. For and sure. as a youngster, you can make the sacrifice to find yourself by disassociating with your friends at first. In a healthy way, of course, don't just like, ah, um, gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Peace. But, um, I mean, friendships fall apart naturally, but sometimes they can go back and puzzle back into pieces and create a whole different picture if that makes sense oh yeah yeah that's another good analogy because while the first picture like in the past might have been one picture of you guys in a different situation or different type of friendship it might be broken apart but then you might find yourself back in that puzzle piece or that the entire puzzle will be completed to create a new picture and it's like the rebranded you and your friendship. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's meant to be, you'll find your, yourself back to your old friends. For sure. And like, kind of like we've mentioned before, it's okay to have like disagreements or arguments with your friend, you know, like going through hardships or with your partner, you know, there's always going to be ups and downs because at the end of the day, you're two people forming a relationship no matter what and it's like that's hard to do because everybody's so different like there's going to be things we don't agree on or disagree on so it's like sometimes that can cause a friendship to end but sometimes that can cause it to even grow further if you can take each other's like advice or like be like I don't like that you do that and then you want to change that for them you know just kind of like yes things can end 
if it's like jeopardizing your relationship, but also don't let negative things just be like, oh, I'm done with them. You know what I'm saying? You know, give them a second chance or work through it with them if you really love and care for them. Yeah. Well said. Thank you. <laughs> um, so this section of growing and maturing, adapting, all that isn't to discourage you from having old friends in high school or your old country, your old state. It's just a reminder that you might not know yourself as well as you think you do. So you got to take the initiative to do some exploring around your new life. Pop as many bubbles as you can. If you feel the, if you feel that there's not a real purpose to life, I'm going to give you one. So your new purpose in life is to get closer to the truth. Nobody knows what the truth is, but to find out there's only one way. You got to become well-rounded and travel the world and understand exactly where you come from. To know who you are, you need to know and understand your ancestors. And by traveling the world and understanding other people's cultures, that's what makes you well-rounded. And you become wise and more well-rounded and you'll be comfortable to understand, oh, this is who I am. And when you know who you are, you have so many things to be appreciative about. Um, shoot, going back to what you're saying, like traveling, I think is such an eye-opening thing because, I mean... I know there's so, I think we talked about this in one episode, like there's people who are homebodies and I totally respect that, but it's just like, if you don't get out and see the world and see other people, you know, you're, I feel like going out and traveling makes me feel so small in a really good way. I'm like, damn, there's this whole world outside of me. I'm like, I need to step back, take a moment, reassess and, you know, explore because I'm not saying like I put myself on a pedestal or anything, but it's just like. I feel like I'm just so like trapped in like, oh my God, I'm not doing this or I'm not doing this right. But I'm like, wait, there's this whole world out there. Like, I just need to calm down. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like take a step back, you know, and just like, I don't know. Self-discovery is super important. I think we're still both on that journey to find like our true selves. And it's going to be, a yeah, like it's going to be a forever journey, but it's kind of, it's kind of wonderful. <laughs> It's it's a beautiful thing, and I don't think we'll ever figure out who we are until the day we die. We're going to yeah. change, like, every decade. Yeah. Like, our 20s, our 30s, our 40s, our 50s, our 60s, whatever. For sure. No, it's it's going to be, like, life is a wild ride, and it's hard, but, you know, if you can kind of narrow down at your core who you are and you know find yourself you'll be a magnet and attract people around you and that will create your group you know because you don't want to you know you don't want to attract the wrong people but they could be life lessons but something you know I just always say is quality over quantity I literally have like three friends <laughs> I talk to one of those including my husband and I'm totally cool with that like I'm like, oh, I see people post like, oh, they're with like 10 friends, like this big friend group. I'm like, damn, that looks kind of fun. But at the same time, I'm like, I wouldn't trade that for the conversations that I have with my really good friends, you know, like Joe and my good friend, Michaela. I text her every day, too. And it's like I wouldn't trade the conversations and the way I feel or like the friendship that I have just to have 10 friends who are kind of meaningless. You know, you really want to invest in that group of really good people who understand you and who want to support you and be there for you because you want to do the same for them. Exactly. You had mentioned something about um, once you discover yourself and you are true to yourself, you're honest with yourself and you know who you are. Um, you're not pretending to be someone else and you attract people that are similar like you or mm -hmm. similar to you. I think that's also a beautiful thing because it's not like a forced friendship. 
if that makes sense. Yeah. And like, since we were talking about high school, I think when I mentioned high school kids are very vulnerable and they're trying to, fi- they're trying to fill in the gaps, gaps with mm, friends. Yeah. And because of that, it, it causes like friendships in high school to be unrealistic and it's messy too because you can't really have a good time not feeling happy with yourself like am I really hanging out with these groups of kids who have nothing to do with my likes and dislikes my personal values I mean obviously as a high school you do have likes and dislikes and personal values. Yeah. It might not be as prominent, but they still matter. Mm-hmm. So that's just something to keep in mind. Like you don't have to have no personal values until you figure out yourself because you're not going to figure out your f- true self until you die. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe not even then. <laughs> yeah. Um, going on to the second topic that we have for relationships is nurture. Nurture is how I would define it as the foundation of how you were raised. The environment you grew up in can tell a lot about who you are as a person, and this can affect your relationships. But I do want to make a point that um, the environment you grew up in isn't always correlated with who you are as a person. I feel like that's a little bit unfair to say, but um, the reason why I said that is because a lot of the times it does correlate. Yeah. But not always, so. It's like, you don't have to make it part of your identity, but things that have happened to you, experiences, whether they be traumatic or not, or just little things, they do influence you, but it doesn't have to be part of your identity. Yeah. Um, and there are many um, scenarios we can pull up, but the fact of the matter is that you're the one who knows how you were raised. And this is the part where I'm going to put the um, trigger warning from the beginning of the video. Okay, so whether you grew up with a single mother or a single father, whether you grew up poor, whether you grew up rich, there's so many in-betweens. You can even talk about the idea that you grew up getting slut-shamed, fat-shamed, skinny-shamed, too pale, too dark, too ugly, too pretty to be around extended family. Those are real issues that people deal with every day, and it's heartbreaking because these are young kids, and then they grow up understanding that oh this is not normal but I went through this and so now this is gonna affect all of my relationships from now on because of what I've experienced Mm -hmm. I think for sure like at that time and in that moment when you're growing up and you encounter these things you make it part of your identity because you don't know any different and you're like oh but then when you grow up you're like that's not normal like let me grow and learn from this And maybe in the moment you grow and learn from it as well, like everybody has kind of that baggage. I'm not saying one issue is bigger than the other. Everybody has like issues that go on. Nobody's life is perfect, but it's just like, like if you're going through anything that's really rough, like we're here for you, literally reach out to us. We'll talk with you. And like, it's like, it's so rough. And we kind of had our own personal experiences too that we grew up with. And I don't know about you, Joe, but I definitely see the ways that maybe my family handled situations. I, I kind of like, um, portray that in my own relationship sometimes I find myself acting out in a way that I wouldn't typically because I've seen it in my past you know and I'm like why am I doing that I 100% understand yeah um I understand that so greatly (laughs) yeah Uh, I don't know if you want to get into it but 
I mean, we can. Let's do it. It's a good, okay. the bad podcast. You want to go first? Like an example? Yeah, just something small. Okay. It doesn't have to be. You make it up. Um, <laughs> I'll say this is definitely a real life experience just to get, you know, a little deep with you guys. But whenever I was growing up, I come from, you know, I'm not saying it's bad. I love my family. But, you know, my parents divorced and then my parents both remarried. And then my one set of parents divorced again. So it's kind of been a roller coaster all through my life. And it's been a little rough to navigate. And I'm still trying to. Um, I notice that whenever I get in a moment of conflict, I just kind of want to shut out my partner and like not let him talk to me in a way I'm just like I'm just like I don't even want to hear I don't want to hear I don't want to hear and I'm like wait why am I doing this like that's so toxic like I just need to communicate and talk with him but because I've seen that in my past I feel like that's what I resort to because I don't know I haven't really had a healthy relationship to look up to and it's affected me a lot but obviously we work through it and we have like our really good moments and I love that it's just when we do hit those moments where I'm like I'm not saying it's my fault either, but I'm just like, when we hit those moments where I just like don't want to deal with conflict because whenever I see my parents fight, it's just been avoiding the conflict and turning to other things. I find myself wanting to just avoid it too and just like be a little hermit in my room and just not talk to anybody. But I'm like, wait, I just need to go talk it out with him and everything will be okay. But that's how it's played into my life. And it's been pretty rough having to navigate that, but I'm getting better. That's good. Progress. It's what about that's you? That's always a good thing. Um, for me, growing up, um, I've had my parents. Um, they've been married all of my life, and I'm 19, so yeah, they've been married for a long time. But in my eyes, growing up, my understanding of marriage in my family is that. Your partners, well, duh, right? You would think. Mm-hmm. But um, the love, I just didn't really see it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I was like, oh, so this is how marriage is. It's more like a friendship, more like roommates. Mm-hmm. And so that's just how I understood it. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I think I did see, like, snippets of – um moments of shared love yeah like whether it's like a hug or a peck or um bringing in groceries really the minimal things that's what I thought marriage was which I know it's supposed to be above and beyond and I know every relationship is different but growing up I didn't understand how my parents were like in their marriage so but regarding how I act out in my relationship. I think whenever, not necessarily that I'm upset at my boyfriend, but something I'm just, I'm upset at, something random it could be. And I expect my partner or my family to kind of like know exactly what I need. Mm -hmm. And they might not know that. And so I get upset at them. I'm like, (laughs) listen, I need a box of chocolates or I need some, (laughs) I need a juicy burger right now. I need a milkshake and you're not giving that to me. Or like, I need a hug or I need a box of tissues and I need you to be there to console me. Like you want them to do that without communicating that to them. You just want them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's just my thing. And it's some I don't me and my boyfriend are a little bit long distance. Like I see him once, maybe twice a week. Maybe like mid distance. Is that a thing? Yeah, mid distance. Yeah. <laughs> he goes to school um like almost about an hour away. And um so he doesn't he comes home like once a week. 
So I'm very grateful for that. I'm not trying to be like, oh my God, it's the worst thing in the world because yeah. it's not like other people are. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like other people have boyfriends who live 2,000 miles away, you know? So. Yeah. Oh. But that's how I act out. Yeah, I totally see that. And something that I guess I've gone from this is. In a way, I, don't, I wouldn't say like trauma dumping, but me and Joe have definitely trauma bonded. <laughs> like, if that makes sense. Like, <laughs> uh, like, that's why I feel like maybe we can connect, like, you know, like in our friendship because of our past experiences. I feel like we can mutually understand what each other goes through without fully being in that position, like, like sympathy and empathy for them. But I've never exactly been in her situation, but I have my experience to, you know, like help her and vice versa. Like she can help me with that. And I feel like not saying go find a friend who has similar trauma. (laughs) I'm not saying that, but it's like in a way, maybe that's what kind of grew our friendship. And I'm not sure if the same goes for you guys out there, but I mean, I definitely feel like we have trauma bonded. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like we were talking about um, discovering new friendships, relationships, whatnot, because we both go through similar things. That's what probably has kept us so close all these years. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's nice to like, you know, trying to figure out life for yourself. But I mean, I just did this, what, yesterday? I was like just going through this tough time trying to figure something out from my past that I've still not gotten over. And I always texted Joe. I'm like, bro, we need a call. <laughs> like whenever you get a chance, I'm like, oh God, I got to talk this out. And it's like, now if she was to be like, oh, like I don't feel like talking about certain subjects right now. I totally respect that. But it is also nice to have a friend who's like open to wanting to talk. But like you also have to respect if the fact like they're like, whoa, that subject's a little too much for me. Like, you know, like you have to respect yeah. boundaries in a relationship. Like don't just dump everything in your life because there's some things you need to hold back for yourself. But, you know, like a friendship, you want to grow together and learn things. So, you know, just I think putting up boundaries in a friendship is important for sure. That's good. Yeah. Well said. The boundaries. For sure. But Makayla knows this. I'm always up for any type of um, help or someone to listen to or someone that needs help talking out things. For sure. I think the truth about how you were raised isn't the child's fault. So when you were a child, it wasn't really your fault how you are now as an adult. As a child develops into a teen and into an adult, they grow up in an environment that they're familiar with. And they might not understand how other families work or how it's supposed to work, Um, Because there's no other life to compare it to unless it's on TV, movies, social media, or even maybe like uh, you have a second family. Uh, If you have like a step parent, that's also a thing to look into. Yeah. And you might not have a good uh, relationship with your mother, but you might have a good relationship with your stepfather. (laughs) Yeah. It's, you know how it is. No, for sure. I think like, yeah, it's definitely not the child's fault or your fault for something that happened to you in your past because of how you were raised in a way. But think that being a parent comes with so much as well, because not only are they trying to raise a kid, they're trying to grow up themselves. Parents are still growing up. They don't know everything. They're still learning. I personally do not want kids at all. That's just me. That's not for everybody. But I do have a lot of respect for people who do want to be a parent because that is just so much work, you know, like to raise a kid, pay for and everything. I'm not saying it justifies them being rude or doing traumatic things to anybody, but I will will have to say like, 
you know, they probably have a lot of stuff they're working through, whether it be depression, anxiety, whatever, like in that probably plays a role into your relationship with a parent. I'm not saying every parent needs to have their shit together before they have a kid, because that's just not life. You know, everybody has a kid if they want one or if they don't want one. But it's also like as a kid, it's so hard to understand that your parents are growing up. I feel like for me, I wanted my parents to know everything. I thought they knew everything. I thought they were like full grown ass adults, didn't need to grow and improve. But now as I get older, I realize I'm like, shit, you know, <laughs> that's not the case. Yeah, 100%. And it's the one of the biggest eye-opening moments of a child or a teen or a young adult. So don't be For surprised. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, another point to bring up about, um, not being the child's fault for how they are in relationships. It's not really an excuse, in my opinion, to be disrespectful or selfish around your friends or significant others, because you have to take that initiative like, oh, okay, there's something I'm not doing right. And you need to like have a revolution within within yourself to kind of fix that be who you really want to be not just be like giving up on yourself yeah so for sure um it may take a lot of time and a lot of work but you'll you'll have to learn how to speak again how to approach again how to apologize again yeah. how to be thankful again how to be human again you can blame how you were raised but it isn't going to help change your relationships for the better Exactly. I think like if you can kind of narrow down the issue, you're like, oh, I act out this way because of this. It can help you overcome that stuff. Like you need to understand and recognize maybe the problem within what's happening and then you can go on to fix it from there. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think that's life. Like, you know, there's always going to be good in the bad but it's just like <laughs> it's just <laughs> that was honestly unintended but uh like you know um it's like joe said don't make an excuse be like oh because i was raised like this you're i'm gonna cuss you out <laughs> like, don't, don't do something like that but also you need to recognize you're like oh shit like that happened or in your partner you're like they are probably don't analyze it, but like, oh, they're probably acting out like this because this, and maybe they come to you from that issue and you guys can work on that together instead of just jumping to conclusions or using it to be disrespectful, like Joe said. Yeah. And like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, Kelly Clarkson. Um, <laughs> so it might be like a really big obstacle to overcome, but it's only here and up. Yeah. Here on and up. Okay, there we go. <laughs> For sure. No, because the way we were brought up plays a huge role in how we are now, but you can find your identity elsewhere. And I feel like that's kind of what we go through in navigating post high school, post college, is just trying to find ourselves without that sense of family back then. I don't know if that makes sense, but, you know, just trying to find your identity without your family attached to it. Just trying to find out who you are without those influences. Yeah. I mean, I get I get what you're saying, because you don't want to be remembered as someone who whose younger brother died in a car accident and that has traumatized your life. I'm just giving an example Mm -hmm. um it's not mine I swear um but you know it might have been happening to you yeah. and you don't want to be known as oh that girl has like major baggage because when her younger brother died in a car accident she's never been the same ever since just like someone saying type like talking about you behind your back like you don't want to be known as that so yeah you can use your experience to create opportunities in a positive way for sure so for sure because i've gone through this traumatic stuff and i wanted to i want to leave it behind 
you can move forward. You don't have to forget. I'm not saying forget it. Just find a way to move forward in life in a positive way, in a healthy way to where you can be you again. Yeah. Like learning from all of these traumatic things. It makes you stronger. Like imagine you comparing yourself to the perfect person or in your eyes, they're perfect. And like they have everything they ever wanted, a beautiful family, if that's what you wanted or something like that. Mm -hmm. And they have like their dream house, dream cars, everything, dream career. But they might have everything they want, but they might not have gone through traumatic things to get those things, if that makes sense. It could have been handed to them. Yeah. And if there's one thing that you should be thankful for because of your trauma, it's because of your trauma that you should be grateful for. Because now, because you have gone through such horrible things, it has created a better and stronger version of yourself. That's very true. And that's not to say like, it's a good thing something bad happened to you, but because it happened to you, you can't go back in the past and change that. You only have to grow from there and change the outcome of it, you know? Yeah. Oh, I have the perfect example. I don't know if um, a lot of you guys have watched the new Selena Gomez documentary, but she had mentioned that her breakup with Justin Bieber was the worst breakup she has ever had. And because her breakup, she put out a new song called to you to lose you to love me or lose you to love me and that's like her biggest song now and so because of her horrible breakup it has given her the opportunity to create one of her best songs and that she's proud of so that's awesome i mean yeah it can like influence you to do all these awesome things that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the last section is uh, personal values. So getting into it, a lot of times personal values allow humans to connect, right? So personal value can be defined as a concept or philosophy that one lives by with respect to a greater degree. Yeah, for sure. So I'll list one of my personal values and then Michaela can list one of her personal values. So something I really agree with in life or my philosophy, (laughs) my philosophy (laughs) in life would be, um, Gathering wisdom, I think it's a little um, complicated to explain, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm bad at explaining things. Um, But I think that you have to experience things in life to gain wisdom, but that's not necessarily true. You can always learn from other people's pasts and their mistakes and be like, oh, yeah, um, she did this, he did this, it didn't go good for them. I probably shouldn't <laughs> do that. So that's one thing to look at. Uh, no, I think and that's what I mean by wisdom. I think it's one of my personal values. Like if you're the type of person who is super carefree, I might admire you like, oh, she's super cool. She doesn't really, or he doesn't really care about certain things and they just live so freely. But it doesn't align with me. So I might not be friends with them. Or I might be more acquainted with them more than closer to them. If that makes sense. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, I know a lot of people that I like. But I just personally can't be closer to them because they might not align with me great in the best way. For sure. Like, they might not be a good influence 
And I, I, know, I think they're cool and they're really fun and they're awesome. <laughs> but I just, I can't put them, I'm just, they don't align with my personal values and I'm not going to jeopardize my personal values to have a mediocre friendship. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely don't give up your personal values. Um, one, it's hard. There's so many personal values. Like, that I have I feel like mm-hmm. I mean it could be anything even like the mundane ones that's true I guess like for me like being tolerant does that make sense could you explain like, or give an example <laughs> yeah like a tolerancy yeah okay okay so basically how do I put this I feel like I grew up in a large family and they may do things to push my buttons because nobody knows how to push your buttons like your siblings. And <laughs> I feel like I did build tolerance. I'm like, okay, they're doing this that really annoys me, but they're my sibling. I love them. You know, I'm not saying you can make excuses for everybody's actions, but like something I notice in my marriage per se is maybe he'll do something small that I'm like, Oh my God, this is bugging me. But I'm like, I just need to be, I just need to be a tolerant gal. (laughs) I just need to be a tolerant gal and be like, Oh, you know what? That's fine. Or I do a lot of things that are hella annoying probably, but I appreciate my partner's tolerance for me. And I feel like for me, that's a good personal value because I think growing up with siblings, it's taught me to be tolerant of others. And I think in work as well, I've learned to be tolerant of others. Not make excuses for their actions, but be like, oh, maybe they had a bad day. They're acting out like this. So for me, that's just something I hold true to myself to try to be tolerant and hear out everybody. And I would hope people would do the same for me. They would hear me out, you know? Yeah. Like having greater patience for someone you love. For sure. Yeah. No, patience for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get what you mean now. Like <laughs> it was tolerance. a little hard to dodge on that one, but <laughs> well, I was like tolerance to alcohol. Oh, no. <laughs> tolerance to oh, I know it wasn't that, but that's like the first thing I think of. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. So going back to these personal values, I would say kind of not narrowing down your personal values, but just getting a good idea of who you are and what you stand for, I guess, um, will carry you through all your relationships, friendships, romantic, and you know, all that type of stuff. Um, kind of back to what Joe said, don't compromise your own values for somebody else. Like there's times where compromise is good, but don't give up your personal value just because you love somebody. Don't go and do something that you would never do because it's immorally wrong to you just because somebody you like is doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, stand true for yourself. I'm not saying don't experience things at all. Like, go out and experience things. But just don't give up on something like that. You know, stay true to yourself. I feel like this is like a Bible class. Oh, my God. I remember learning that when I was like eight years old. Like, if all your friends are smoking, don't go and smoke. <laughs> so, like, that's not what I'm trying say to say. Say no to drugs. <laughs> yeah. I guess a good example is, like, if your partner is, like, talking, maybe, oh, shit. Like, maybe they want to have an open relationship. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, I don't stand for that at all. Like, I'm a very loyal and trustworthy person. But your partner is like that. Like, don't just, because you love them, don't be like, fine, have an open relationship. Don't do something like that. You know, don't compromise your own morals for something like that. Unless you like that, then you do you. But if you don't, don't be like, because you love this person. Because there's going to be somebody out there who's going to love you for you and not do those things because they know it hurt you. So that's Wonderfully that. said. <laughs> Drop the mic. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to give like a theoretical example um, just so you can get an idea and it doesn't have to be this, but you know, it's just an example. So you can kind of like have a little story time. So 
Lily is a 21-year-old college undergrad student who recently gave up her partying, quote-unquote, lifestyle. Lily meets a man in the library named James. James is also 21, also an undergrad student. In the library, there was an interesting meeting for a new book club where they met. While Lily was giving up her partying lifestyle by adding book reading to her new lifestyle, she realizes after connecting with James that he has similar values and that aligned with hers. The values are respect, maturity, and loyalty. They connect based on these similarities. I like that little story time example. Just like, you know, you meet someone in a cafe and you're like, Oh, I see you reading To Kill a Mockingbird. I don't know. It's some, like, kid, freshman in high school who's like, oh, yeah, it's for school. And maybe the other uh, guy who walked in the cafe was like, oh, yeah, I read that last year. I'm a, I'm a 10th grader. And, like, maybe after that, they might talk about something else they also like. And then sometimes their conversations can get deeper and they understand each other's values. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just what we mean by personal values. Well, yeah, that's no, what that's I mean. super cool. I think when you can connect somebody on a level who shares pretty similar values and maybe can teach you new things that they value, you can learn a lot. And it makes you kind of feel at peace, you know? You're like, oh, they value loyalty, trust, whatever. And I'm like, I value that. And I'm like, oh, you can bond over something like that. Yeah. And you know, because you have similar values, it's not like you'd be disappointed in that category. For sure. So it might not be as big of a deal if they were to disappoint you in a different way. Like, oh, okay, that was just a mistake. Yeah. That doesn't really mean too much to me. So it's not something I would be upset about. So, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Because when you find somebody you love, whether it be like just in a regular friendship or romantically, like it's a beautiful thing. Sharing life with other people, it's a beautiful thing. Being able to have friends to talk to, it's a beautiful link. So it's like relationships are really important. So definitely go and tell those you love, like that you love them, you know, like really embrace that. Oh, and Thanksgiving is coming up. So true things to be thankful about right perfect now i don't fully stand thanksgiving per se but i do like the idea of being thankful and that's true <laughs> yeah and being i just thankful meant like no, no no i get you thanks yeah no like thanksgiving time is a good time to you know text your grandma you're like hey grandma i miss you <laughs> like uh, <that's laughs> i'm thankful for you yeah like Be thankful for those around you because this is the season of giving thanks and being grateful. Is this a wrap? I think it's a wrap. It's a wrap. But follow our social medias. They're linked in most of our descriptions. You can find us at The Good, The Bad on Spotify, The the Good, The Bad podcast on most social medias and on Twitter, podcast TGTB. We appreciate you guys tuning in.